Today is, or tomorrow is the solemnity of the body and blood of Jesus Christ. It used to be called Corpus Christi. So I want to play the devil's advocate. When Jesus said what we just heard, that unless you eat my flesh and drink my blood, did he mean that exactly as he said it? I mean, there's times when he spoke symbolically, I am the vine, you are the branches. Well, he's not a vine. It's just a symbol, right? Or if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off. Well, if that were the case, we'd all be left-handed, wouldn't we? With only five fingers and maybe only one eye. That's hyperbole and symbolism. I would submit to you, though, that what he said, he meant exactly as he said it. In fact, if you read that whole Bread of Life discourse, we hear a small snippet of it, but he states it, he restates it, and he doubles down on it. And people left because of that. Some of his disciples said, I can't handle that. That can't possibly be true, can it? It is true. We hear it in the Gospel of John. At the Last Supper, Jesus says, this is my body, this is my blood. Do this in remembrance of me. All of Scripture points toward the real presence of Jesus Christ in the Eucharist. That's the truth about who we are and about who he is. Back to the devil's advocate. Okay, fine. I'll buy that it's really Jesus. But why is it that only one person gets to do the consubstantiation thing? I mean, why can't you guys or any consulting adult, consenting adult? Again, it gets back to Scripture. Jesus told the apostles at the Last Supper, you do this. Before he went to heaven, he told the apostles, I give you the authority to govern my church on earth. And they and their successors have done so from the very beginning. And this man received his authority from one of those successors, Archbishop Eldon Curtis. The same with Father Weeder and Father Son from either Archbishop Curtis or Archbishop Lucas. They have the authority 
to stand at this altar and take bread and wine and stand there in the name of Jesus, in the person of Jesus Christ and turn that common bread and wine into his flesh and his blood. And what a gift it is that we have men who would do that, would offer their lives for us that we might receive him on a daily or a weekly basis to put the God of the universe inside of our bodies. Wow. Back to the devil's advocate. Okay, I'll buy that it's the real presence. I'll buy that there's only certain people who get that privilege. But I'm a busy guy. Can't we just hear a couple readings, have communion, and roll? I mean, I have a lot of things to do. The reality is, my friends, that yes, we are busy. We worry a lot and we scurry a lot. But in the big picture, what we do here, <laughs> what we are going to do here today, this day, is not just something. It is the thing to do. The Israelites, when they are in the desert, received manna from heaven to nourish them physically because they were tired of whatever it was they were eating. Jesus Christ comes among us and offers himself to us to nourish ourselves spiritually. I mean, anybody who's ever had a crisis in their life, and anybody here have that yet? Maybe you kids haven't yet, but you will, believe me. There will be a crisis in your life, and you know where home base is? It's right here. This is where we find our spiritual nourishment. Not out there. Physically, yes. But spiritually, this is it. This is the thing to do if you're hungry spiritually. I'll end with this. When I was growing up, I heard the, the, the saying back then, and it still is around, that the Eucharist is the source and the summit of our faith. Anybody ever hear that? Everybody, right? And at that time, when I was 20, 25, 30 years old, I was saying, oh, okay, fine, yeah, whatever. Mass? Oh, okay. No truer words could have been spoken 
that it is the source and the summit of our faith. Think about this. Yes, when we receive Jesus on our hands and put him in our mouth and we gnaw on that flesh, we receive graces that we can't even imagine. But even more than that, we as a community, not just this community, but all over the earth, the body of Christ. We receive him together and we become stronger. Do we need that strength in today's environment? Yes. So when we receive Jesus today, when he is placed on our hands, realize, that the God of the universe is allowing himself to be placed in us and realize that it is through a sense of humility and awe that the graces we receive come from God Almighty himself.